check it out. There's actually fans. There's not many of them, but still. Did you read this? Yep. Although for fans, they sure do complain a lot. There's Sam girls and Dean girls, and what's a Slash fan? As in Sam slash Dean together. Like together together? Yeah. They do know we're brothers, right? Doesn't seem to matter. Welcome to Idling in the Impala, a podcast by and for lovers of supernatural and the fan fiction it inspires. I'm Carly. I'm Sandra, and Carly and I have been curious about fanfic challenges, bangs, and bingos for a while now. Um, I recently saw a posting about a summer sultry swing created by SPN Masquerade. I reached out to the moderators, and they graciously agreed to join us for a discussion on kink prompts and how one gets them fulfilled. So I wanted to introduce Amy, who's known as Doug in Deep, and Ash, who's Ashtray Thief in the community. I wanted to thank you both for coming out and talking to us about this really in-depth thing that you guys are doing with SPN Masquerade. So thank you. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you very much, You're welcome. Thank you for having us. I'm realizing, because I was looking... This is the last day of your of your prompt uh, challenge, isn't it? August twentieth. <laughs> it is. Yeah, we were joking that this is like too bad we didn't plan this to come on much earlier. <laughs> but yeah, today today is the the very last day. Okay, so I have a question I added later on, just because I was like, oh, it's today. <laughs> it's like so, it's a busy day. So thank you even more for for taking some time today. So um, I wanted to start with, uh, and I know you both have reviewed questions, but exactly when and how you got into Supernatural? Um, Yeah, so, excuse me, I was just pausing to see if Ash wanted to go first. Um, So I started, gosh, um, I had friends who watched it that I knew from other fandoms, like when it first started, and I didn't, you know, I didn't really pay too much attention to it except seeing their posts about it uh, back when LiveJournal was much more lively and active. And then at some point, I think like I got into Jeffrey Dean Morgan. So I decided I'm going to watch that first season of Supernatural. And then by like the second episode, I was in love with Dean Winchester. And <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. I lost the rest of my life. Um, <laughs> and that was probably that was during when season four was airing. But I was watching them off DVDs back when Netflix sent you the DVDs. And so I'd have to wait until I got mm-hmm. the next ones. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. So that's how I got into the show itself. And then so that was probably like. uh I don't know, fallish. And then by the next summer, I was starting to write fic. So, okay. and what I'm sorry, wow. I might have missed what do you know what year was it? Was it right away when the, when the show started or was it no. like later? No, it was while season four was airing. I went back okay. to start season one and gotcha. then I caught up in time to watch the season four finale, like in live time. Gotcha. Like gotcha. Time, gotcha. So. Okay. Okay. So like, good, oh, nine, good season. Yeah. Good season to yeah. have to like watch live, I would think. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And Ash. What about you, Ash? Come on, um, come, come well, through I, for me. <laughs> I just I just imagined watching the season four finale live with that cliffhanger and having to suffer through a summer. Mm, so, yeah. uh, which just sounds terrible. Um, I joined it later and, oh God, it's, it's a little embarrassing because it's really shallow. But back in the day, there used to be uh, internet sites that would like recommend TV shows and telling you where to watch them. <clears throat> Because I was living in Europe at the time, and it was before Netflix came to Europe. So, you know, it was really hard to watch shows uh, anywhere else except television. So, you know, there were these places online where you could go that, you know, we're not going to talk about in detail. But they had like, 
different categories for recommending shows. And one of their categories was ridiculously good looking people. And, yeah. <laughs> and so the Accurate. show. Yeah. And the shows they recommended were like Supernatural, Vampire Diaries, and I don't remember the rest. And I was mm-hmm. like, sure, I have nothing else to do. It's summer, whatever. And I watched like an episode of Vampire Diaries and was like, no. Mm-hmm. And then I watched an episode of Supernatural and I was like, well, they're really hot, but this is scary. And I know that in the grand scheme of things, Supernatural is not that scary, mm-hmm. but I am an absolute horror movie wimp. And I, I just couldn't do it. I was like, they're not pretty enough. I was that way too. Them. And then. <laughs> the scary. So this was, and so I stopped. And then like, I think like half a year later, maybe I went home with one of my roommates for like Easter. And I remember we were watching like Leverage on TNT and it ended. And then it started playing Supernatural. And I was like, oh, pretty, but scary. But it was, it was Playthings. Season okay. two, Playthings. Oh, mm-hmm. good one, yeah. good one. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And I was just like, and everybody around me was like having a conversation because they weren't really into, into Supernatural. It was just running in the background. And I was just glued to the screen. And obviously, I didn't know the entire lead up to the conflict in the episode. I just remember they're like hot brothers looking for their dad. And I was like, okay, yeah, it doesn't matter how scary this is. I need to go back and I need to start from the beginning. And so, I found that webpage and I found the ridiculously hot people category and it was still there. <laughs> that's how I started watching Supernatural for entirely shallow reasons. Um, uh, that's fine. Uh, that's that's yeah. great. We're not, we're not judging. Yeah, but I also realized it's a, it's a pretty good show, right? Mm-hmm. And like season one is great. And then I did season two and then I could play things on the gas. And I think I was like 2010. Okay. So during season five, I think, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I think I had caught up by the time like for season six, I think, or okay. seven. It took me a while. And then I was lurking for a really long time because I wasn't really active in any fandom. And I mean, I knew about fanfic and I had read a little bit in other fandoms, but I wasn't writing not until very cliche. I had like monster at the end of the book and they were talking about Wincess and I was like, oh, yeah. That's, <laughs> That's probably a thing I should check. Out. Uh, and then I lurked for a while uh, on Live Journal, and before I started writing, um, and yeah, and I mean, I think it's a nice circle with a masquerade because I started writing anonymously on the Kink Meme, which is a similar, um, mm-hmm. you know, prompt fest on Live Journal, and that's where I got my start. And it, it it I think it was like a hard introduction to fandom and fanfic writing because the masquerade because the kink meme is, you know, a lot. But mm, it, yeah. it taught me a lot about fandom and myself. <laughs> so, and so here we are. Yeah. I, I think one of the things it teaches you is how much you can actually like withstand if something's really ridiculously good looking enough. And yeah. I just keep thinking <laughs> of that one convention where they showed the promo, and I don't know if it was a UK promo or just like a promo from like years ago where it was like scary just got sexy and it's like that's kind of like okay like you're you're making it palatable for me because of all the ridiculously good looking people that are all over the place um so i did notice no 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 no, wait okay i noticed you very carefully avoided outing a favorite character there ash and i'm not gonna let that slide oh Oh, um (laughs) So, I mean, I love both of the brothers a lot, dearly. And I think their relationship is like the star of the show. But if I, like, had to pick, I'm I'm leaning, like, Dean-ish as well. Oh, <laughs> I love Sam a lot, too. 
no, you've done it now. All right. Don't mind me. Still over here holding up 200 plus pounds of hunk all by myself. <laughs> since, our last, since our last guest, I've been assigned to create a table that shows which guests um, are either, you know, Sam or Dean lovers. Mm. So um, I've got to work I think on that. There's like, I think there's like me and like no. maybe two other guests that are on uh, Team Sam. No, so. but I think just Ash, just like you were saying, like our last guest did also say like, you know, initially they they said, you know, they they love them both equally. But Carly was like, no, I need to know <laughs> which one. <Yeah>. Which one? <laughs> I, I will say, I think Sam and Dean is very much like for different, like, obviously, who is a character you love, but like on the shallow level, you know, different things, different brothers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 absolutely. But if your first introduction, I'm gonna out you here, Sandra. If your first introduction to Sam and Dean was plaything, where he fucking vaults over the balcony like a goddamn champion. Oh, no, I, I absolutely started out like that episode when he comes out of the water and he's like, "What?" I was like, "Yeah, okay, I'm watching that." So, <laughs> and I will still every time in whatever iteration this gif of Sam wet in playthings out of the pool comes across my desk, I immediately reblog it because that's like the hottest he has ever looked. I think. Mm. Did you yeah. watch season six? Did you skip <laughs> that one? <laughs> no, it, it's season. It, he's not not hot in season six. It's just the wet hair. Really, the doesn't. water and the, and the yeah, yeah, no, no. Yeah, Let's Carly's, Carly's about him being wet too. Yeah, there's there's a I torture am, yeah. scene where he's wet. <laughs> They're very wet. Season like, yeah, season twelve <laughs> accent in a pantsuit where they oh fucking hell yeah. yeah no I just. I don't know. It's much the same as someone getting all the way to season six, seeing that fucking bod, and then going, nah, the short one's mine. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. what I need. That's I don't me. need good hair and abs. <laughs> I need short and no hair. So apparently, I'm going to tell Jared, if I ever get to meet him, I'm going to tell him, like, you need to know how many people you brought into Supernatural and then they ditched you. They abandoned deep. you for deep. I have been loyal for 15 <laughs> seasons, motherfucker. You need to know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna out you all to Jared when I finally get to a UK con. Okay. okay. You wait. I'm gonna. All right. Especially okay. you, Sandra. I know. Especially you. I know. I believe you. I believe you. I have no doubt that it's gonna happen. <laughs> um. So, so I mean, I think we've talked a little bit like about overall thoughts on the show. We know where our, you know, our loves maybe lie a little bit more between Sam or Dean. But are there any like particular? I I I heard Ash a little bit like Wincest. Are there pairings ships? Um, you know, that you guys like, adore, uh, talks amongst yourselves, whoever wants to go first when it comes to that part. Uh, well, I think Amy and I had different ways coming to fandom. So Amy, why don't you start with this one? Um, because I already outed my initial thoughts. So, I mean, I'll say that uh, writing in fandom, um, a high majority of my stuff is actually RPF. And I started with RPF for a long time and you know I would say like for a while I was not not into Wincess that I'd be like well like yeah I get it and I see why people like it and that's fine you know your kink is not my kink sort of a thing and then um, basically Mm -hmm. what's funny is the masquerade is what broke my Wincess cherry and it was the first time I wrote Mm -hmm. Wincess and um, you know I still I'm dabble in it a lot more now maybe not as much as uh as Ash or others do, but um, 
but yeah, I, I kind of stick primarily to that. But I will say if we're going to just to at least defend uh, or to make up for myself a little with Carly, <laughs> the Samness is um, I and Ash can attest to this, that I fight. I will fight to my dying day. And I even said yesterday that I would put it on my headstone that Sam and Dr. Kara is probably the hottest stuff on the entire show. So it's from season um, four, right? Yeah. Yeah. From sex and mm-hmm. violence. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's I love that. Um, and then I think in, ma- in in Masquerade in general, there's times I've kind of dabbled with, you know, different pairings like Sam Rowena or um, I think I wrote one Dean Cass thing once and then, um, you know, just kind of played around a little bit here and there. But it's primarily RPF. Yeah. OK. OK. Yeah. Yeah. I think the fun of the Masquerade is that you try out different ships. Um, mm-hmm. And it's kind of funny because I came to the fandom through Winchest shipping. But when I fell into the kink meme, I discovered RPF and I started writing RPF. And for a really long time, I only wrote RPF because I think it's just what I do better, mm-hmm. even though I enjoy reading Winces a lot. It's just not there are just a lot of people who can do that a lot better than me. Mm-hmm. And I I really enjoy writing AUs. And for me, the magic in Wincest is I don't need an AU for that because the show, you know, provides the good food. Mm-hmm. But I have written some Wincest, and uh, I and hilariously, I actually write a lot of JDM either with Jensen and Jared. Oh, um, okay. And Amy doesn't. <laughs> she came to this for him, and I'm always like, Amy, don't you want to write some JDM for me? And she's like, No. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, and I, I mean, I didn't. Uh, I, I mean, obviously, I knew JDM from like Grey's Anatomy, and then he showed mm-hmm. up and Supernatural. Like, yes, yes, thank you. Um, and so I think that's probably like my second most favorite pairing to write is like RPF with JDM. But I've, you know, I've, I've experimented and I've written some Fem Slash, and I've written, I've written like a Sambra Weena thing, and but I, I tend to stick with like the J three constellation. Okay. Mm. Okay. Um, I, every time I, I talk to like a fanfic writer or reader and they talk about challenges and, and I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to, it's not, it's not immediately in the questions that I gave you. So I do apologize but because it's, it was brought up. Um, kink, kink meme. What exactly, and again, I feel like such a newbie, even though I've been reading fan fiction for like, what is a kink meme? What does that, what does that mean? Like, I'm sorry. I just, apologies. But no, what is a kink meme? <laughs> I think I think for a long time, like meme was known as like kind of an activity. And, you know, back in live journal days, it would be like, oh, we're going to have a comment meme. And it would be, you know, in the comments, people would post a bunch of prompts and then people mm-hmm. would fill the prompts and they just, you know, and it would be sometimes it would be um, a special topic. Or I remember one year it was like when the Olympics were happening, somebody hosted an Olympics meme and then you'd have other ones that are maybe more like femme slash to feature all the women or, you mm-hmm. know, it's someone's birthday. And so we're going to do, you know, Jared's birthday meme. And um, so it would start with that. And then you get into the kink meme now and it's, you know, more about where you go to find or to write like I think you know the thought is it's more extreme kinks in general but okay. you know there's a wide range of kinks but usually that you know it's a little bit more anonymous and a lot of times people comment and post um under an and on or mm-hmm. um, they don't use their screen name so they can kind of you know like we said you can kind of dip your toe into different pools without being called out for it no judgment mm. interesting mm. I guess a lot of it do I mean has to do with the fact that if you're 
if you're known in the fandom, I guess for writing a particular type of genre pairing ship, and you may not be, I don't know, you know, as comfortable with it, then this just gives you kind of like, here, just, just do it, see what happens, get the, get a reaction, see if it goes over well, kind of scenario in terms of just the whole anonymity thing. Yeah. I think it's, yeah, go ahead, Ash. Yeah. And I think it's also a place to like try out new things and find mm-hmm. also inspiration. And I know there are people who don't enjoy writing for prompts, but a lot of people do. And to go back to your original question about the kink meme, so talking what I think generally in the supernatural fandom, if you talk about the kink meme, then you mean the supernatural kink meme on Live Journal, okay. which still exists as a community, but I think they also moved to Dream With because Live Journal stopped allowing anonymous con- comments, which makes both the masquerade and the kink meme uh, impossible to run on Live Journal. But the kink meme is super old, and all the old posts are still around in Live Journal. And the way the kink meme, at least back in the day, used to work is that every month they would have a new post for prompts. Mm. Uh, and it was separated in like regular and underage and then in supernatural and in RPF. And people would leave tons of prompts and people would start filling them. And there was no closing to them. So sometimes people went back like to posts from like half a year ago and started filling them. Oh. And... Mm. It was, and there's a lot of really, really kinky stuff on there. And they also have a pin board that sorts all the old fills. And so you can sort by kink or by pairing. And that's the place where I started writing. Um, And there's just (laughs) everything you can imagine is there. And it has garnered recent uh, fame because the kink meme, the supernatural kink meme, is the place where ABO was invented. Um, (laughs) Yes. So uh, it's it has its place in fandom history. Yeah, I've been. I, I think I I finally like learned about like ABO and it's tied to Supernatural. I think it maybe last year doing a little bit of research and then watching some YouTube videos, and also just recently um, we did a episode about like just fanfic platforms in general and talking about, you know, they're like their life and death and like why they become, you know, really popular and then sort of die out and stuff. And I think that's probably going to tie into maybe my next question, because I have a feeling you just mentioned live journal um, a little bit, but from what I read it's and heard, it sounded like, as you were saying, the, I guess the, they took away the ability to post anonymously and that kind of like, plus didn't they also put restrictions in place where they just started like taking just taking things down without giving anybody's like any sort of warning on, on live journal. I, I don't know if I'm getting my, my facts correct. Or not. And I don't know if you know the answers to that. So <laughs> I just know from doing a little bit of research lately that live journal kind of had its place. And then one of the reasons it kind of died down was because it wasn't, I think as accepting of um, certain, I guess, rated fic or stuff like that. Um, yeah, I think the original first strike through in Life Journal happened in 2006 and 2007, mm. maybe a little bit earlier. And it, there were like several moments on Life Journal where communities were deleted and they were looking for like extreme sexual content, but they would also delete like survivors groups and everything. Mm-hmm. And one oh, of the wow. reasons I think, yeah, and one of the reasons why they founded AO3 was because FIC was no longer safe on LiveJournal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then mm. the, the TOS changed when they were bought by this Russian company a couple years yeah. ago. 
Yeah. And that was when, yeah. And that was when a lot of people either left live journal or took down their fix or deleted their journals. Mm-hmm. And then last year, when we were trying to run the masquerade in the summer, we realized you can't comment anonymously anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and that defeats the whole purpose. So we had to move to Dream With, which is fine, actually, because Dream With works the exact same way uh, than mm-hmm. LifeJournal. Okay. Um, like from the interface. Yeah. So I guess just to, you know, to express more of just my not knowing and Carly, <laughs> what exactly <laughs> is... Um, SPN Masquerade. Like, how long has it been around? Um, and you just answered one of my questions too, which is like platforms that you use primarily for SPN Masquerade. But if you could talk about that, like its inception and all those all those great things. Yeah. So a little bit of even going further back is for a bit on Live Journal, there was um, a meme called Blindfold, and it was essentially the first masquerade. It was run by some other folks uh, in fandom, and then they closed it down, but didn't want to um, didn't want to pass it on, which sometimes happens with challenges or memes if someone Mm -hmm. wants to like close it they'll pass it on so about a year or two later um it was opened masquerade was opened in 2014 uh, and actually it was opened by a couple folks that we were friends with uh so we were not part of the initial uh gang so to speak of Mm -hmm. opening it but they opened it basically to kind of like create like a new blindfold to have a space for that kind of um, fun. It's, you know, the whole thing that's different for us from other memes or the kink meme or other ones that we focus on it just being like a quick fire, like once every so often where you just get like a couple weeks to work on things and then it shuts down. And so it's supposed to kind of have that like heightened exhilaration of like, okay, like it's just these two weeks that people are going to be looking at prompts and writing. And we're trying to get a bunch of stuff in all at once. Um, as opposed to like the kink meme, as Ash mentioned, you know, it goes, it kind of rolls over month over month over month. Mm-hmm. Um, so, mm-hmm. so yeah, so it started, it started that way in live journal. And then I think, I don't know, I mean, it's been quite a few years now that then it's, it kind of died down from the folks who were running masquerade and, you know, I knew them pretty well. And so I reached out and was like, Hey, like, let's try to keep this alive. I'm happy to step in and help you guys run it. And then, so I got involved and then eventually they kind of cycled out more and we brought on, Ash came on and helped. And then there's another one. Um, Kelly is another, the third mod who couldn't make it today, but um, so there's three of us who run it together now. And uh, so, yeah. Okay. Um, What? So it sounds like live journal just like, no longer was the place to be and that you started using dream with I've, I, again, like I've never used live journal. Um, and I've just heard about dream with just looking into your site a little bit more. So is dream with very similar to mm-hmm. live journal. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's be, I think it's basically like somebody kind of took the bones or, you know, understood the bones of what live journal was and then kind of recreated it like in an open, open platform. So it's essentially like the exact same thing. And it, and it was born out of times where we were talking earlier about, how Live Journal had issues with, you know, its TSS and the the new owners and, you know, all this kind of stuff. And there were different DS, DOS attacks that were happening. And so Dreamwith kind of was born out of being the new Live Journal since Live Journal was having a lot of issues. Um, I don't think it quite ever got off the ground as well as mm-hmm. Live Journal used to be. Um, and then, of course, around that time, Twitter blew up. So I think a lot of fandom just moved over to Twitter in general or Tumblr got big, mm-hmm. obviously. Mm-hmm. And um, so it's essentially the same thing where it's like you make a post, 
And within the post, then we run the meme through the comments on that post. So basically we're like, okay, this is the one post where you po where you do your comments, you do your prompts, you do your fills, whether it's fic or art, mm -hmm. um, to kind of respond to what the prompt is. Um, and so this is where it all happens within the comments. Okay. Okay. It sounds yeah, it sounds it? bulletin boardish to me. So I, I'm just getting that. Is that kind of like the, the way it's set up? Um, kind of, I mean, it's, you know, you create threads through the comments where, mm -hmm. you know, you're able, like you basically respond to the actual prompt and then it mm -hmm. creates a longer thread of where the fill goes or mm -hmm. people replying to the fill. Um, and then, uh, Ash mentioned Pinboard, which we also use Pinboard, which is an opportunity where you can post links to things and then you could put descriptions, you could tag it. And so we have a very thorough like tagging system that us mods, we read through everything, to make sure it's safe, to make sure there's like no judgment, no bullying, that kind of thing. Um, and then uh, we put it onto the pin board where also that allows the readers to go back over to the pin board and you can maybe like filter out certain things that you're interested in or, you know, take out squicks that you may have and mm -hmm. or specific pairings you want to read. Um, so then we're able to put them all on the pin board where it's easy for folks to find the fills. Okay. Sorry, Carly. Cool. I... No, no, I was just going to, I was just going to say that I had, um, when you said that we were, we were going to be chatting, I went and had a look at the, um, you know, sort of like the fills and stuff. And it's, it eludes me in the same way that live journal and Tumblr elude me because I'm a pampered AO3 baby and I like my things to be, <laughs> I like everything to be how it should be on AO3. I don't, these kind of like blog boards confuse me, but it did look. It looked really cool and it did, you know, like, I like what you've done with the place. I like it. <laughs> yeah, I think one of the reasons that was really hard when you got into fandom way back in the day when Life Journal was the main place where people hung out, it's learning how to navigate it because it's, mm -hmm. you know, it was the place that was both archive and community place. So it was being AO3, Tumblr and Twitter all at the same time. Mm. But yeah. Not, but not well searchable. Mm -hmm. So um, it, it takes some time. But I think now the way the masquerade is set up is pretty easy because you have this one post you go to and then you can read through all of it. And if that's too much, you just go to the pin board and click on the fill you want to read and it takes you there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, that leads into my next question, which you did you did answer in terms of like an anonymity and the fact that as mods, you do actually do, you do check the submissions and are actively moderating it. It's not just, you know, um, just willy nilly, just prompting without like going through, like, and just being looked at, checked for just anything, like certain things in particular. Yeah. I mean, I I'll say that over time, you know, there's been things where once in a while, like, you know, someone gets a little, a little huffy in comments and kind of you know, creates, starts to create drama or something like that. And so we've had to kind of shut that down, but that's very few and far between, but in general, it's also just to make sure we, we have a few small rules um, that we do hold hard and fast to, like, for instance, do not mention the, the actor's real children, um, mm -hmm. anyone under age that we don't want that brought into the picture. And so, you know, part of it is that is making sure that they're, they're adhering to the rules or, um, you know, just that there's not any problems that start to brew up. And, but in the recent years, it's been absolutely no problems, you know, maybe very minor things that we discuss in the background as mods about like, how do we handle this one thing, but it's nowhere near, you know, what it, maybe what it could be or what it used to be way back in the day when you had a little bit more, a little bit more spiciness going on between people. But 
um, yeah, so we do. We 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 read all comments. We read every prompt, fill. Uh, you know, wow. it's, it's. I think it's funny is that at least what helps is having the three of us is you know, and that's also why we kind of have to schedule it out of when mm-hmm. are the three of us going to be available. It helps that Ash is in Europe because she can catch kind of the overnight, <laughs> the overnight shift <laughs> yeah. when it's day for her, but I'm sleeping. And, um, but also we've had it even recently. It was like one of us was, uh, said, you know, oh, can someone else read that one and tag it? Like it's, it's a squick for me, you know, mm-hmm. so we can kind of share that to say, yeah, that's fine. You know, um, we can pick up different ones. Yeah, that's good. I will say from experience, it's always pretty good to have someone that in different time zones. So you could go, okay, mm-hmm. I can do this while you're sleeping. <laughs> and you can do this while I'm sleeping. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking while you were saying, you would think something like, please don't include the actors, real life, actual children, would not be something that you would have to say out loud. But here we are. Yeah. I just, I think that should be common common sense, but. I think maybe over time it's become way more common sense, but that rule was born out of maybe early on when the actors first, especially like Jared and Jensen first started having children and, um, you know, no judgment is, you know, there's kinks about underage stuff. And so I think that it started to get a little too close to the lines at times that mm-hmm. the rule basically came from like the, the pre-mods, like before we took it over, you know, the mods before us mm-hmm. had that as a rule. So I don't know that anything really happened or if that, they were just being um, proactive, mm-hmm. but we, you know, we do keep that in place still. And um, so it's part of our overall rules of absolutely do not do this. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. I spoke. Go, go ahead. ahead. Sandra. No, no, no. Go ahead. No, I was I was going to lead in because that leads kind of perfectly into the into the next sort of thing that we had, which was like, I know you, I know like now, I know you, you guys kind of inherited this from someone else, but did you at any point think of putting any kind of restrictions on what kind of kinks could be explored, like like for example, extreme underage things or bestiality, to name a few of my personal squicks, not kink shaming at all, just. Was that ever something you considered or did you always want it to be like this kind of open, free, you know, completely go off as long as you were there to like these real life people rules, you can do what you want kind of thing? Um, yeah, it was always supposed to be a place for everyone. Um, uh-huh. And we know that this is not something that everyone is into. And I, and we know that there are people who don't participate because we know they can see anything and everything in the prompt lines and not everybody is comfortable just scrolling past things they don't want to see that squick them or that could potentially trigger them. But mm. the masquerade is, I think, the last and only place in fandom where really anything goes all together. Mm. And mm. I think especially as time has moved on and fandom has become a little bit more fractured. And I mean obviously there are always like different groups in fandom and different factions, but it feels like a little bit more fracturing and splintering within fandom has appeared. Mm, And so we really want one place to be there for everyone, as long as people still want that. And as Mm -hmm. for restricting certain kinks, if you start restricting one or two or three or four kinks, it's always arbitrary what you choose, right? Because a group of people who organize something has to get together and decide these are the kinks that we find acceptable for whatever reason. And these are the kinks that we don't find acceptable. And so we as mods of the masquerade would have to come up 
with a system of what to exclude and then why. And um, I don't, it's not in the spirit of the challenge at all. And I don't think it would be helpful in any way, because even if we say, okay, we're going to include this and this and that to make other people maybe more comfortable with a challenge and then be able to participate, but there will always be a group of saying, well, but what about these kings? This me and this triggers me and this pairing. And Mm -hmm. we actually had a discussion this week, uh, this time around when someone mentioned to us, could you please have separate posts for pairings? Because I don't want to see certain pairings, like for example, because on the kink meme, they have at least a separation between like RPF and supernatural. And we were like, no, first of all, we don't want that. And second of all, it's just not feasible because then we would have to open 50 posts for 50 different pairings. Yeah. But every time someone comes up with a new pairing and then you would have to be like, okay, we're going to do a post Wincest and a post Destiel and then a post J2 and then a post J3. And it goes on and on and on. But in the end, you would still have to have like one post that's miscellaneous for like all mm-hmm. the other pairings. And mm-hmm. one thing that I that we really like about the masquerade is that it gives a lot of time and space to rare pairs that otherwise just yeah. don't get a lot of love, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um like we had a Sam Jody fill this round, which is <gasps> Carly which is, loves that. <laughs> well, there we go. <laughs> That's is, one of my only like canonical ships. Sam Sam and Jody, Bean and Donna and Sam and Rowena are like my only well, canonic, canonical shit. So yay. Yeah, there you go. We have a Sam Jody full. And this is something that we really want to uphold. And mm-hmm. if you start separating out in different posts, for example, I think last masquerade, I wrote a Sam Rowena fill, which is something I would usually never do. And I wasn't looking for, but I was scrolling through all the prompts and I saw this prompt and was like, Oh, this is actually interesting, right? Mm-hmm. This is intriguing me. And so if you keep everything together in place, you have the opportunity to stumble across new things where you're like, oh, maybe, maybe I do want to try that out. And mm-hmm. oh, maybe I do like that. But I think generally it's just in the spirit of a kink, right? We want yeah. this is, you know, this is the free-for-all, no judgment. Everybody is ev- is welcome for everything. Mm-hmm. And as long as people yeah. like that and want to participate. We will keep that going. Yeah. At some yeah, point too. Oh, sorry, Carly. No, I was just going to say, I totally, I totally get that. Cause I know when, when we were putting these questions together, I, I remember talking to Sandra and being like, oh, I don't think I could, you know, like putting myself in your shoes. I don't think I can moderate a space where you could, could like encounter something that like, I feel really strongly about like extreme underage, not just like normal underage, but like, you know, extreme underage I don't think I would be able to be in a place where I could see that but then sort of listening to your perspective where do you draw the line then Mm -hmm. if you start excluding this then oh well how far down the line does that go and then you're every other Mm -hmm. fandom place you know where you can only be here if you exist within these you know this box so I really love the idea that you stuck to that I'd be like this is completely Mm -hmm. judgment free you you come here and you know, it's it's a free for all. Basically, you can write what you want, and nobody's going to say anything. Mm-hmm. I think that's freaking awesome, personally. I mean, I think we're also lucky in the current constellation that between the three of us, we can basically do and read anything. Mm. Um, yeah, and and we haven't come across something yet where where all three of us were like, no, we can't read that. Mm. Um, well, yeah. the other the other trick is often is sometimes I'll just skim it until I see like you know 
I pick up on like what the certain parts of the sex scene are or something. Cause we do tag for like bottoms or tops, you know, kind of a thing. Cause you know, some people have preferences or, you know, what mm. kind of, what kind of kink act is it? Um, and we just, there's times we can just scan just to pick up the main things to mm-hmm. tag. It's not like we're truly reading it, you know, word for word, digesting so is, the whole thing. Is it you guys that decide what, what submissions get tagged? What then it's not like AO3 where the author puts in the tags, you guys do it. Um, yeah, I think sometimes people will put in, like, at the top, like, they'll tag it for either, like, extreme warnings or something, and then we know, but otherwise, it's mostly us. But go ahead, Ash. Yeah, basically, what I was going to say, some people provide tags, and otherwise, we decide what should be a tag on the pinboard. But also, these days, a lot of people claim their fills afterwards and then put them on AO3, and then, obviously, they provide their own tags. Yeah. Okay. Wow, that's so much. No, make no wonder you, you skim read because you yeah. just wouldn't have the time to yeah. sit in depth read everything. Yeah. Wow. I um, I just was gonna say too, like, I it's really refreshing, and I think we just we've gotten into this society culture where you know we have to give some onus and responsibility to the participants that are choosing, um, you know, to come into something like the masquerade, and it seems like from you know, the rules and explanations that you guys are very thorough about like, you know, how it works, what to expect. So I don't know, I guess it's to me, I just get back into this catering thing that, you know, sometimes people fall into, well, if this one says this and this one says that, and then, you know, where does it, where does it end? So it's really, it's, it's giving, it's just giving responsibility to the, to the user as well, um, which I Mm -hmm. think is, is really is really great. Uh, and not like, you know, you're moderating to an extent, but that's to fulfill the purpose of the, of the masquerade. It sounds like, you know, just in general and and being able to keep that, keep that going, which I think is really good. So yeah, no, that was one of the reasons why I was really interested in, in talking, um, to the moderators. Cause like, this is just seems like such a daunting thing. And now to even know the tagging process, it's just like, Hey, you guys are like AO3. Like <laughs> you're doing all of the stuff behind the scenes, like you know, making sure the tags make sense or wrangling tags. So do you have to like wrangle like tags? Because I've heard that like on AO3 a bit a bit too. Like, is it do you have like certain do you have a tag list? Like, do you have like how is, it that, is it a table? <laughs> is there a is it a table? Now I'm even more intrigued because I'm like, how, like, where is all of this? Like, do you do all of this off of like Google Drive and like putting all of this stuff like in place behind the scenes with the rules. And right, all I'm going to interrupt stuff. now. Don't give her any more ideas. No, no, no. But I'm a just year I'm ago, curious. A year ago, we started off with, I think we should make a table. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't want a table, but we'll make a table. She brings like PowerPoint presentations <laughs> and fucking research papers now. Don't give her any more ideas <laughs> about how you manage the admin of this because I don't need PowerPoints in my life. <laughs> As someone who was working on a PowerPoint for work at uh, nine o'clock last night, I'm very intrigued in using PowerPoints for fandom. Um, <laughs> no, I think part of uh, Pinboard is it, you know, we have an account specific to the masquerade and then it kind of saves what your tags are. And so, okay. you know, part of it is also just trying to keep those tags in line right Mm -hmm. of how do we phrase them and so once you start typing the tag it'll start to autofill like Mm -hmm. what you've used 
before. So that's part yeah. of it. But there are days where one of us will, I, you know, DM the other and, you know, we have like a group DM to say like, we have a new tag because it's like a new, a new kink or something different right. or a new pairing. And like, you know, again, we're all about like just celebrating the diversity of the ideas and the thoughts mm-hmm. and the pairings and whatever else happens. And so, you know, sometimes we have to create a new tag, but it's a pretty structured system that also came from the folks before us that, you know, mm-hmm. how they were tagging things and we just continued doing it the same way. Okay. Uh, okay. That's cool. Yeah. I will tell you how a PowerPoint got into this because <laughs> I was blown away. Like I said, like a year ago and I was like, I don't want tables. I don't, cause I'm a, I'm an absolute goblin. I don't like structured things. I like bullet points. And she was like, no, no, we need tables. And then we were doing an episode um, on something I'd written that Sandra had some massive, strong I, like i made her hate d i'd written something that made oh, the, the yeah. dean girl <laughs> of the podcast be like i fucking hate this i hate him so much god damn it you better fix it <laughs> so she wanted to do she wanted to do an episode and just like explore what what i'd done and it's not finished but it like i was between in between um <sighs> installments there we go words and she rocks up with this whole ass powerpoint that had like clip comments from ao3 and thoughts and pictures <laughs> and we had to do like a video episode of the podcast because we don't like there's no video for this particularly it'll just go up on youtube right like, audio with a background image but no this was a whole ass video podcast with like recording screens on zoom and stuff the file was massive when it was done and i was like i don't what, you made a whole ass powerpoint i've made some notes in bullet points and you brought a whole ass powerpoint to this what are you going to do next are you going to start skywriting things no what is happening <laughs> yeah no no but it, it, it required it it really did it was there were there were there's a lot of thought and you know like i i just needed to get it all out so it's actually kind of therapeutic to do that that way but yes no i don't do that on the regular i think we i don't know now I you bring anyone. research papers <laughs> bring research. well See, again Ash, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to start using powerpoint for our round tables <laughs> oh, no we yeah. we we have a group of friends. I mean, there's you know there's a couple of us from the masquerade, and then a couple of other friends too that we've made you know over the years, and we do like a big bang roundtable that mm. like when when we're working on our big bangs and it's getting you know pat, right after the draft submission and then it's you know going forward to fix it. We do sort of like a defend your dissertation where everybody oh, reads each other's stories, <laughs> and then we have we've had it where. We, uh, we all get together. We use Zoom a lot too, where we get together on Zoom and then talk, you know, to each other about like, you know, mm-hmm. the pluses and minuses of the story and help people brainstorm ways to, you know, enhance the story. So yeah, we'll start using PowerPoint. <laughs> yeah. I see. I personally love Google Docs and comments. That's how mm-hmm. I interact with my beta. That's how, if I'm looking at something for Sandra, she's looking at something for me, but mm-hmm. no, PowerPoints. Yeah. And then when you're done with PowerPoints, when you're like, I think we've got all we can get out of PowerPoints. Start bringing research papers, studies, <laughs> things like that. So-and-so et al. Because that was the last thing she did, and I can't keep up anymore. So for the love of God, please don't give us a convoluted idea. Because <laughs> I don't know where else she could take this. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, PowerPoint yeah. would come first. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think we use, we use Google Docs, too. And mm-hmm. uh, I will say, in our circle, uh, Amy holds the title of the bad news beta. Because he's usually the one who will be like, this doesn't work. <laughs> Honest oh, truth. No. I don't oh. keep people like that around. My bait is lovely. She's like, I love what you've done with this, but you've half-assed it and I need you to fix it. But there's always a nice bit first. She always butters me up first. She's always like, this is great and I love it, but you fucked this up. You need to mm. go fix that. 
because it's not working. Yeah. No. Amy is more the tough love kind of type. Okay. <laughs> I'm still nice about it. Like you are. You I, you are. Know, I think I think the one time it was like, you know, like there was there was like 24 hours before the Big Bang had to be posted. And you know, it was like, this is what I've done with it. And I was like, one of my comments was, Yeah, it works, but this doesn't feel like your caliber of writing. You know, it feels mm-hmm. like if you had more time, it could be more representative of what you're capable of. So Almost like a mother being like, you know, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. You, just, <laughs> you could do better. You know, sometimes you need that though, don't you? Sometimes you know that you've half-assed it as well. And you need someone to come yeah. along and be like, we all know that you're yeah. better than this. Yeah. And yeah. then she'll tell them what works. You know, I say, oh, this is great. I love this part, you know? And so, yeah. Yeah. Um, I've got a, I've got a tangent question to related to big bangs. Um, I'm attempting my first big bang ever. It's the Dean Winchester big bang. So what, um, just advice. I'm stressed. (laughs) I'm scared. I've never done like a challenge like this before. So it's my first one. And I'm like, okay. And now I think I'm going to even like do a bingo. So I'm just like, I think I'm just, I'm doing way too much, but do you have any advice? And I don't know if any of you are attempting the Dean Winchester big bang, but I know that's, I think like summaries or like a check-in is coming up and I'm like, okay, I've got an idea about my story. Like how, how prepared do I need to be by like check-in? Like, do I need to kind of I know I have to put a summary together, like I think within a week or so after that. I'm just any advice, please like help because I don't want to fail <laughs> at this one. So do you have any big bang advice? Well, so I mean, every big bang or reverse bang is different what they mm-hmm. require for check-in. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone award count, someone an outline. So you really have to, and I'm not doing the Dean Winchester big bang. Mm-hmm. So you really just have to check in yeah. what they want for mm-hmm. the check-in. Mm-hmm. Generally, I mean, it depends on your speed as a writer. So mm-hmm. both Amy and I can write really fast if the situation requires it. And we have, <laughs> no pun intended, we have banged out drafts in like a week with like 20K, which were then in wow, terrible shape. Wow. Well, which are then in terrible shape and need to be fixed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then sometimes you realize, oh, I can't fix this. It's, it's just not good enough. Uh, and then you need to scrap it. And that's unfortunate. If you're a slower writer, you should definitely pay attention to the deadlines and give mm-hmm. yourself some buffer because, you know, real life happens and always yeah. there's always something that will keep you from writing when you think you have the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so that would be advice number one. If you're writing a summary and it's for claiming with an artist, mm-hmm. make sure you write an artist-friendly summary. So basically... What that means is describe your story. Don't put a cliffhanger in there because it's not for your audience. It's for your artist. So they need to know. Right. Right. And mm-hmm. put in like descriptors of the scenes that you're writing. Like tell them this is the setting. Like there will be a scene in a funky looking motel. There will be a mm-hmm. scene in the car at night. There will be a fight scene. So the artists know what they can work with. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. So I'm hoping that. Yeah. It's it's apparently like it's a it's at least has to be 5,000 words. So I'm like, okay, I'm not like giving myself like the worst first introduction to it. So I think I've, I've, you know, I've got a thought in mind. I've got a story. I'm just, I think it's like the scene part. Cause I did, I did read like, you know, what they want to have submitted and they did mention, you know, artist friendly. So not, you know, like, just like, I guess, like you said, things that would attract an artist, you're like, oh, I'd really love to draw this or kind of like, you know, bring my take 
to to this story kind of situation. I'm just kind of really excited because I'm just I'm amazed by all of the the fan art that I've seen, you know, over the years. And I'm just like, I just kind of want somebody to just draw something from my story, <laughs> like something that I, I yeah. you know, that's kind of like my thing. Like right now, it's like I want to see that collaborative or expression of, of there what is I no- paper. I feel like there's no greater joy than when like you've written a story and then you have a very talented artist like do the scene that you wanted that mm-hmm. you've been visualizing. And mm-hmm. I mean, Ash and I have both been there or with our other friends where it's like, oh my God, look mm-hmm. at this. Like, this is what I wanted. Um, so yeah, I mean, and I'd say too, like things, I, I've included things for the artist summaries, like maybe what the tone is, you know, like, oh, mm-hmm. this is going to be like light fairy tale feeling, or this is going to be dark apocalyptic world. And mm-hmm. it'll feature, you know, these weird mangled creatures, or it features, you know, Dean in a in a onesie, you know, it's just you got to think about <laughs> something different that's going to visually entice the person, uh-huh. you know, to want to pick it. Yeah. I have a fic if there are people out there that want to draw Dean in a onesie. Hit me up. I have a fic of Dean in a onesie. <laughs> I feel like we should have had that as a prompt on the masquerade this round. But yeah, next I'll year. save it for next, next year. year. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And and I will say participating in a bang is also just really nice because sometimes you become really good friends with the artists mm-hmm. and you get to know new people and different ways of working. Um and so, yeah, I can only recommend. And if people are worried about writing longer fix, so like the big bang requirement is usually a minimum of 20K, mm-hmm. but there are plenty of banks who do like the mini bang where it's yeah. only like three or five. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Which I think is, that's yeah. why I, I saw that and I was like, oh, I think this is doable. Like, you know, I was like 5,000. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, I think I could do yeah. this. You would have you would have no problem hitting a 20k word count no all but we have to do is give you one idea and a bit of art and off no. you fucking go but i think it's more about the schedule and the deadlines like you know having something yeah. imposed outside of my own brain that's kind of like you know giving me particular angst about it because it's like i i know i could probably get to a very long story but I don't know how long that might take me. Like, you know, Ash was saying too, there's like real life and, you know, when other things get in the way. So I'd rather be, you know, prepared and have my, I guess, points in place and know what I need to hit. So yeah, no, I'm, 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 I'm cautiously optimistic and looking forward to, but I do like the idea of expanding just the community that I, you know, I, I'm not very, it's hard for me to get into a lot of different communities. I, I tend to be very introverted anyway. And so it's like, I kind of like, this is a, a way to, to meet new people uh, in, in the, in the fandom as well. So I'm kind of looking forward to that, that possibility. So yeah. Yeah. So, okay. All good. All good, good ideas. All good and if you need a bad news beta, you know where to find me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm absolutely. just going to, before you let this topic go, I'm just going to point out that wash is like 22 K words in a month. So maybe shush. yeah but again like they don't all work out that way you know and i just i don't i don't know like sometimes yeah, you get I, the inspiration I, and sometimes it's just like well i have this great idea but then now what do i do with it so yeah i'm thinking too much i'm getting in my head too much i but want well, you to be confident though i want you to I be confident that you can I'll, do the thing i'll i'll, I'll do the thing i'll do what's the thing. also what's something to also remind yourself we always try to remind each other of this is that you know different people write in different ways but also mm-hmm. sometimes like just We'll do sprints with friends where we say, okay, for the next 25 minutes, we're just going to write. And like, Mm -hmm. we're all doing it at the same time. You're not getting uh, distracted by the internet or anything Mm -hmm. else. And 
you're just putting words in the document and you can fix them later. Mm -hmm. So if that's the kind of person you are, that's a good way. I mean, we have another friend who's a fantastic writer and she like micro fixates in a way on, on her sentence structure. But I mean, she's brilliant and how she writes. So she takes longer to write because she takes time to like write a sentence and edit it down before she moves on to the next, Mm -hmm. um, which is fine too. But you know, there's people who plot out things with outlines to make sure they're going to hit certain marks. I think Ash and I are more kind of the down and dirty where we just go, we have an idea. We're just going to start going and see where it goes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's how I write. That's how yeah. I write. I, I have an idea or an image in my head and I'm like, yep, this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah. don't always work out the way you want it to, but it's, yeah. it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, since we were talking about Dean in a onesie and not including it in SBN <laughs> masquerade this time, how do you come up with, like your themes, like, you know, and we're not gonna talk about tables anymore because we already had that discussion, <laughs> but yeah. how do you, how do you come up with, you know, the ideas like the summer sultry swing or stuff like that? Or are these just like, you know, do you guys just have meetings and you go, okay, what are we going to, yeah. Do you have a master yeah. list? <laughs> like, how right. does that come about? No, I mean, it usually is dialed around the time of year that we choose to do it. Like we've done one in fall and I forgot what we called it. I should have been more prepared, but it was like a fall oriented, like autumn something, you know, um, hmm. And this one, we did it the summer sultry swing because it's summertime. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times it's, you know, the three of us, we sit there and we go, hey, what should we call it? And we just start coming up with things and or even kind of crowdsource it from our our friends group mm-hmm. um, and just come up with, you know, the two to three word phrase that's going to represent, you know, something kind of kind of sexy and kinky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who did yeah. the artwork for the um for your for your like the summer sultry swing? Oh, I thought it was quick. so cute. Quick Reaver, which she's one of our good friends and she's Mm -hmm. an amazing artist. Very, Mm -hmm. she has such a deep catalog of stuff she's done. Um, And she just, she's so great that she loves to work with friends. And so whenever we're like, hey, do you think you could do a banner for us? She's like, of course. And so we just give her some ideas, maybe what we're thinking. And then she, you know, adds in her, some of her touches. So. Mm -hmm. No, that's, it's great. I loved it. I loved it when I looked at it. I was like, oh, this is just, it just makes you want to like be on, like, I mean, you want to be on the beach with Sam and Dean anyway, but it's like, (laughs) yeah, the beach. So I know we, we started at the beginning, like today's the last day of the, 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 um, the, what, what do you ask? What's the best way to call it? Is it prompt fill? Is it prompts? Is it, cause it's not quite a challenge. Is it like, what would you, would you call this in general? Like what you're doing right now, that today's the last day of it. Uh, I think I we think call like, like a round. Okay. Okay. So uh-huh. to speak, or I don't know, Ash, do you have a thought? Yeah. I mean, generally I would call it like a prompt meme or a prompt okay. fest maybe. Mm-hmm. I think it's also what we what we would call it in every new iteration is a new round. Right? Okay. Okay. So how crazy is it today that it's the last day? Is there a lot of last minute stuff to do? Like what's what's happening behind the scenes right now in between you taking the time to talk to us? <laughs> Um, well, I mean, we're just watching, um, the inbox a little bit more closely to see like last minute fills coming in and then tagging all of them. And we only tag fills when they're complete. So when someone just posts part one of something, we only post it when it's done. But then at the end of the masquerade, we go through all the fills that are still work in progresses. And if they're not finished, we still tag them, but then we tag them as a work in progress to the pin board. So people know whether they can read a complete or in progress kind of fic. Okay. Um, and that's really all. And then, so usually 
what we do on the last night and the last weekend really is that we open like an anonymous chat room for people to come in hmm. and um, usually a few of us mods will be in there. And so if people are like, oh, I want to fill another prompt, but I don't know what. And then, you know, people throw around links to certain prompts like, oh, how about filling this one? Or this is a fun one. Or you just, you know, like talking about rushing to the finish line, trying to post something. And then it's like, do you really, uh, you know, close it down at midnight? And then it's like, well, we close it when the last mod goes to bed. And then it's like, <laughs> oh, when is the last mod going to bed? And then it's like, well, how long Amy stays up because she's in the last time zone. Um, but um, yeah, and then it's just, you know, closing down the posts and like making the announcements on Twitter and Tumblr and being like, okay, we're done for this round. It's going to be anonymous for a week longer. You can go all look and read and leave your feedback. Um, and then a week later, basically, is the time when people can off their masks and be like, this was me. I'm posting it today. Yes, we come read. Or this is me and I actually finished it. So you can read the whole thing here. And sometimes people just never come back to their fills and just leave them in mm. the interview. Yeah. But I think that's it. Amy, did I forget something? No, I think too, uh, you know, even though this round maybe has been a little, uh, for for one, me, I've been much more busier with real life, so I haven't had a chance. But like us mods, we're also writers, and so we're usually very active on it as well. And so I know um, Ash and Kelly were talking even last night about wanting to do some final fills today, and so we're probably going to be on there as well, trying to furiously write <laughs> and do some fills ourselves. And then, yeah, and then usually it's like the next day or so is when we start going back to fill or to, uh, to pin on the pin board, what was done. Okay. Mm. Do you yeah. do any sort of, um, have you like compared the, I guess the activity or the, the interest, like from, from round to round, like, is there one season maybe that tends to be busier than the other has a little bit more interest or does it just depend Does do things kind of just ebb and flow? Um, like, I guess, since you've been doing this a while, have you, I guess my question always is too, like, and I talked to Carly about this after the end of Supernatural, did you sort of notice, was there any kind of like really big change in activity on these kinds of like challenges, prompts, memes, rounds, things like that? I think in general, it's gone, the number of fills we've gotten has gone down mm-hmm. kind of each year. And I think it's just the fact of, you know, fandom getting smaller, people mm-hmm. moving on to other stuff and um also you know on a personal level I mean we've the three of us mods have seen it too where we've had rounds where we've done a bunch of fills and then mm-hmm. there's some rounds where we're just not we don't have the availability to be able to right. do as many fills ourselves as well so it kind of I'd say in general it's kind of waning a bit over time but um you know we still get some good like diehards who come around mm-hmm. or just or even in recent years we still get some new people from Tumblr who jump over and start doing mm-hmm. more fills mm-hmm. so I think in general it's just the you know, the waning of fandom and in general, you know, even big bangs and other challenges have seen that, that over Mm -hmm. time, you know, people, the numbers kind of fall off. Yeah. The pinboard makes it easy to track so we can, we can see the numbers. Um, And it's a little sad, of course, to see like there are less people around to do this, but I think it's inevitable when there is no new content for fandom and, you know, people move on into new fandoms and find like new, shows and books to write for Mm -hmm. um um, but you know as long as people still want to do it we'll keep going good good i think one kind of uh kind of similar to the idea of like what are the trends is one thing i do want to bring up is that the idea that we always see trends within 
the years of, you know, one year to the next of kind of like, what's the new big thing? Like what's the new kink or the new trope or the new pairing? And so we do see that on occasion where it's, you know, if something specific, like certain years, it's like really high on ABO and other years it's high on BDSM. And, Mm. you know, even things like, uh, you know, we were laughing that like, because, uh, Jensen was seen at the con this weekend with like, you know, a more pronounced <laughs> we were talking about this before you came and, on. <laughs> and it's like, well, if that had happened like a month ago, we probably would have seen a ton of prompts about the mustache, you know, it's, um, so it's kind of, it's kind of neat in that way, at least, even if it's, you know, if numbers are maybe not as high as they used to be, it's still fun yeah. as kind of the viewers of seeing how, how each round kind of morphs a little bit differently of what's what's bigger or better. And maybe these days we don't get as much like rare pairs from supernatural because the show is not on anymore. But then mm-hmm. also things like when, when demon Dean happened in the show, we saw a big influx of like demon Dean and blood drinking, Sam, like kind of bringing back the season four mm-hmm. blood drinking, you know, cause that was like a really idealized, you know, thing that people wanted to see together. So mm-hmm. you see a lot of those, those um, kind of trends coming and going. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any spatulas? Did you get any spatulas? Because I heard about Jared well, I on the Family Feud. I have, you yeah. still have to fill me in on this. I have to know though, and it's just between us, and we will cut it out if you want us to. What are your thoughts on the tash? Because we're um, it was quite a spirited debate between us before you got to ride. <laughs> uh, well, I personally hate mustaches, so um, yes. there's just nothing here for me to say except that I very personally hate mustaches. Mm-hmm. It's a very <laughs> visceral I, reaction for some people. <laughs> I've hated them for a long time and I can't consciously remember ever seeing a person and being like, yes, great, except maybe Pedro Pascal, but like (laughs) any other other mustache iteration, I was just like, no. Mm -hmm. (laughs) No, that's, that's Amy, Amy, where do you, (laughs) yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's not great. Uh, (laughs) you know, I think at least also, um, Ash and I are on the same page about wanting Jensen to cut his hair and it's we've Dean, been no, I want Dean, right? Like yeah. I no. want Dean back. And Carly's no. like, no, it's like I, I love his no. hair long. I think he looks lovely with long hair. I just want I just want to see Dean again. Like that's just my thing. I don't know. I just want to see Dean. I that's I, my thing. It's funny because I feel like over the last couple of years as he's grown it out more that there were periods of time where we'd still be like, oh, God, why won't he cut his hair? And then when we look back at those photos, we're like, oh, like, oh my God, I'm good. glad. <laughs> because, because it's so long now, you know, and it's just, uh, yeah, it's just, yeah. you know, not the thing. I mean, I recently did a rewatch of Supernatural with a friend and there'd be times where we're just like, oh, God, he's so gorgeous. Like we forgot what he looked like. <laughs> Oh, no, I'm around people that think there's 15 <laughs> different fucking Dean Winchester haircuts, aren't I? Okay, we're not going to do that again because, again, it was a season ranking. You gave me 15 seasons. I had to rank his hair. By and I would have accepted you going, this was the same as four other seasons. What, has anyone seen any pictures of Jared from the con? Because he's getting a bit, I, I know that I know that I'm among Dean people here, but um, he's getting a bit mountain man-esque yeah, with that beard, that's... like like he did during the COVID lockdown. And I'm... Uh, I'm, I'm not yeah. a fan personally. We're just I like don't... the strike. It just, they have nothing to do. Like so they're just trying yeah. different things out. And yeah. we're just like, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm crossing fingers and please cross fingers for me. I'm hoping to get to the DC con end of September, you know, first, first uh, day of October. And I, I, I say to Carly, I hope he doesn't have the mustache. <laughs> I just, I do need a little bit of Dean in there. Like, I mean, and I know like, but just, I just like, 
I just need to see, I just need to see Dean. And I have, I've been to a few cons since um, COVID and all that, but like, I have not, I haven't been in a picture where it's just like, it just feels like Dean's like right there, like right there in mm-hmm. front of me. So it's just, um, yeah, I'm just the stash. <laughs> are you, um, since you are UK based, Ash, are you going to, have you, did you see Jared in Wales? Are you going to see him in Scotland in a couple of months? Are you going to um, Liverpool to see Jensen? I no. So I, uh, it's just, it's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And uh, my, financial situation, my financial situation right now is not <laughs> super great. So yeah. um, uh, even though obviously doing a UK con is much cheaper than doing a creation con. Mm. Um, but I well, think, I, yeah. yeah. I priced it because I didn't know Jared was coming to Wales until like the week before. Oh, so yeah. I was like, oh, fuck. And then so I like immediately like I cried at Sandra. I was like, oh, I can't afford it. <laughs> and then I started following all the UK Comic Con pages and stuff. Yeah. So Liverpool announced Jensen and I was like, oh, nobody, nobody shivered me. But I wasn't willing to put that much money in just for Jensen. OK, nobody shivered me. Nobody shivered me. Understandable. Um, <laughs> understandable. So even though Liverpool's, it's closer to me than Wales was, I was like, eh. and then he fucking, then, then they announced Jared, but I saw it on the Liverpool Comic-Con Facebook page. So I threw my tablet at my husband and I was like, <laughs> fucking knew he was going to fucking know they were going to leave it. And he went, Scotland? And I went, oh shit, I didn't realize that. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately ran to price it up. And I was like, I can't, yeah. can't afford to go. Because if it was, if it was. Even Wales, I would have been able to go and come home like the same day and get yeah. home late. I I have to if I go to Edinburgh, I have to stay. And obviously, the hotels know there's a convention going, so they go, <laughs> "We'll just up all the fucking prices." Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 Then we do. Um, uh, fingers crossed for 2024. That's my goal. <laughs> if they're coming oh, the back, fingers. if they're coming, if they're coming back to the UK. I see no reason why they won't come again next year, and I'm gonna fucking get it next year. And we can get my Jared Padalecki hook. They they seem to be having a good time at the UK cons, um, and so I don't see a reason why they wouldn't come back. Mm. I mean, it depends on work what they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I my my personal working theory is that now that Supernatural is off the air, um, they're affordable to the UK cons because <laughs> they haven't <laughs> been. They haven't been before this. They hadn't been to the UK in so long. And I was like, yeah. it must be because Jensen's not doing anything at the moment and Jared's only doing Walker. They're affordable now. We can afford to get them in the UK without having to pay, you know, thousands and thousands and thousands like creation does. Yeah. yeah. I think, and I mean, don't quote me on this, but I think the understanding for a while was that creation had a like a lockdown on J2 that like J2 would only go to CE cons. I think so. I think so, really, that too. that's yeah. partly why they're doing a lot more of these other ones. Um, outside yeah, of the tracks. creation world you know like jared went and did the one rhode island and a utah one and salt lake mm. city i think it was and so i think that's mm. a big part of it too is that when the show's over i think they were able to get out from or change their contract not like they're getting out from underneath it but yeah yeah, yeah and also i think they could do i think creation is scaling back and doing less cons a year so they have mm-hmm. more time to do other cons yeah because i don't think that the like you said the just the interest is there. Like I've, I've been, I've kind of been watching the DC one, like in terms of just 
seats and things because I'm like, well, I'm hoping it doesn't sell out because then I might be able to like purchase an autograph or something because I really want to get Jensen and Jared, you know, just to sign. I don't know what yet, but something maybe podcast related or whatever. And, you know, I wasn't going to get a silver or gold this year. So I was like, okay, well, I can afford a copper. So cross fingers, they don't sell out. But then I'm like, well, if they don't sell out, they might not come back again for a while. So it's like a catch a catch 22 um, situation. But I um, I, I just wanted to kind of circle back to one thing and, and may, really just kind of get your opinions personally about, um, I know we talked about like, you know, Supernatural just kind of like being done. What are your thoughts on a possible uh, reboot or, you know, if it comes back, do you, do you have any interest in seeing them come back in some shape or form, you know, as Sam and Dean? Is that, is that a thing for, for either, either of you, Amy, I could put you on the spot first. Would you like to see them, see them back? Would you like to see uh, Jensen back in the boots and the hair? <laughs> yeah, the hair, the hair, <laughs> please. Y'all um, wrong. Y'all, I'll die on this hill. Y'all wrong. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I will say, first of all, like I love the ending. And so I'm happy mm-hmm. with where it ended. Um, the thing about, you know, wanting to see a reboot, I think would mostly wanting to see like J2 work together again and be on mm-hmm. screen together because they have yeah. such great chemistry. Yeah. Um, I'd be happy if they did something else together. I think mm. I'm, I may be one of those folks who's like, I'm okay that like Supernatural was, went on for so long and mm-hmm. let's, you know, it's okay to do something else, but mm-hmm. b- mostly because I would start to be worried of, you know, I think some of the later seasons of SPN were not super high quality. Mm-hmm. So I would be more concerned about like, what are they going to do with a reboot? Like what, mm-hmm. what is the quality going to be of the story? If it, I would still watch it, of course, you yeah. know, I watched the Winchesters to see what it was like. I watched mm-hmm. Walker for a while to see what it was going to be like. So I'm still going to support them, <laughs> but would love to see it, um, you know, at least Sorry, the CJ2 together. Yeah. I, I genuinely, I wasn't laughing at you there, Amy. I genuinely wasn't. I was laughing at the concept that you plowed through the Winchesters, but you gave the fuck up on Walker like pretty much everybody went, ooh, new Jared thing. Oh, God, it's awful. Well, Carly, oh, you to did that fair, too. <laughs> to be fair, the Winchesters was like 10 episodes. And I'll say I started it like a few episodes and then I gave up. But then once like if it ended and they said Dean was there, I'm like, all right, well, I only have to watch like five, six more episodes and I want to figure out how did they make this make sense? Right. Yeah. And that so was I wasn't funny. necessarily mm-hmm. watching it out of love, to be honest. Um, but the Walker I watched for two full seasons. So numbers wise, I watched a heck of a lot more Walker mm-hmm. before I gave up wow. on it. I've watched Walker more than Carly has. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, so Carly can't even complain. You've given up. <laughs> I gave up. I gave up on it really quick. I tried so hard as well. I was like, fuck me, he's in a cowboy hat. But he had like the dick extension truck that I really hated. <laughs> and the acting was weird. And it oh, I gave up. I mean, I can't believe personally that you weren't completely in love with the incredible special effects of the Winchesters and the <laughs> complete disregard for 15 years of established law. I just I can't believe that you weren't into that. I can't believe that you weren't a huge fan of the fact they blew the entire budget for the special effects on getting that fucking Led Zeppelin song for the finale. <laughs> Talk to me about the Winchesters. Talk to me about the Winchesters, ladies. I fucking love it. Oh, I hated it so much. Uh, Ash. <laughs> your yeah, it's your go now. Let, let me also answer this loaded question. Um, <laughs> I, think, uh, I think I'm in a similar boat. Uh, as Amy is that I just I would just love to see them together because mm-hmm. I think their screen chemistry is 
is really exceptional. And and as for a reboot, I mean, I would love to see Sam and Dean again. I was also fairly happy with the ending. Um, I think it could be interesting if they do like a thing that takes place between 1519 and the finale hmm. to have like a short run of a case. Ooh. But um and have like i don't know six episodes where like deal with something um but yeah i think the quality would always be a concern but i think jared and jensen are aware that the last few seasons maybe weren't as great as the first few seasons Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and and then they might want to have a different creative input for the brothers um Mm. It would be fun to see what other characters they would bring back, but there's always then the danger. Oh, is this just fan service? Does this make sense? I don't know. Yeah. Um, And one of the things that really bothered me with Supernatural in the last few seasons that honestly bothers me with a lot of TV shows is that every season they think they have to do a bigger and badder villain. Mm -hmm. It's like, no, because it just becomes ridiculous at some point, and it's not what the fans want to see, right? The fans want to hang yeah. out and spend time with their comfort characters and mm-hmm. like with their familiar comfort things. So, if they do a reboot and if they do say, okay, this obviously takes place before Dean dies, and they're just going to do a run of like a longer case, then I would just hope that they were like, okay, we don't need to tangle with another apocalypse. Mm-hmm. We can have a really interesting, smart longer hunt that gives us shots and babies eating burgers eating coffee dean not being a morning person complaining about sam's hair you know all the like the fun stuff that happens and if they could just bring that back i think that could be great but i think jared has also joked they need to do it soon because otherwise they'll be too old Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) i've said that every time this topic has come up i'm like yeah, they didn't quit after 15 seasons because it was getting easier to do the stunts. Yeah. They really, they really didn't. And especially as Jared has like, okay, half a knee is an exaggeration, yeah. but like he's missing a bit of it. So yeah. that's gonna gonna hinder some things. I want to see a post heaven. I don't want like a reboot or anything. I want just like a little post heaven thing. But that's mostly because I want to put Dean in a pink frilly apron. <laughs> <laughs> I just think that will be funny. I just want to have them in, just in a little cottage in heaven and it's you know it's all those cute nice little things and they can still be hunting but there's no like looming apocalypse or anything and I just want to see him cooking in a little in a little life <laughs> that, would make, that would make a great prompt for the masquerade next year um, because we do get art filled so you can make specific art prompts too if you want to yeah hope oh, you come back well. for that yeah yeah yeah, absolutely. Because I, I guess like just to kind of bring it all back and to, to wrap up soon, um, I wanted to ask, you know, if somebody's interested in giving this a try, like when is your next prompt scheduled? And like, what advice would you have for maybe someone who's a little, you know, maybe like, oh, I'm not sure, like what would be like, you know, ways to, for a sweet summer child to kind of like, be okay, you know, this is, this is what you can expect. This is what we're doing. And yeah. When is it? Any any yeah. details you can give us about the next one? Um, well, so usually in the past, we've been doing it once a year. Um, okay. It has been for a long time a fall thing. And we moved it up to the summer for scheduling reasons. Mm-hmm. Maybe we're going to move it back to the, the fall. It always depends a little bit on how our schedules look like and when the other big events in fandom happen, because we don't want to have too much overlap. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so I would just recommend either following our Twitter or following our Tumblr, where we will then announce. Okay. Um, so as soon as we know we're planning a new round, we're going to make like a post and be like, okay, new round coming soon. And as soon as we have the dates, we'll announce the dates. And um, as for how to get your feet wet, if you're maybe a little scared of what you'll see, um, I would recommend checking out the pin board and just seeing the fills that have already been filled. And on the pin board, you can sort through tags. It's It doesn't work exactly like the AO3 system, but basically if you go to the pin board, there will be the list of all the fills. And then on the right side, there's a list of all the tags. And then you can just click on the little plus sign and it, and then it will give you just those tags. And then you can like browse and decide what you want to click on. Um, and when it's yeah. actually running, you just prompt whatever you want to prompt. Um, you just need to make sure you have a little subject headline where you put in the pairing and like the main kinks. And then you have like your little comment box. You type in what you want to see. For example, I just want to see Dean in a silly pink apron <laughs> cooking, in heaven, cooking in heaven. Sam can be there. When says possible, but no requirement, whatever. And then you just hit the post bottom, uh, button. You don't need an account to participate, right? This is the fun, the good thing about Dreamwith. You can just participate without an account. Um, that was going to be my next question. Yeah, <laughs> no, no account needed. And you can just leave all your prompts. You don't even have to read the other ones if you're a little scared. Uh, you can just leave yours. And then if you want to come back and fill something, um, just, I mean, you have to, you, I guess you have to look at the subject headlines and mm -hmm. it's just something you don't like. For example, the, the subject headline says underage or is extreme underage. Just skip the description of the fill and just move on to the next. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. If you, if you want to search for a certain pairing, I guess you can just word search on the site, you know, like just hit like what F7, I don't know that, you know, the keyword constellation mm -hmm. and you just type in J2 and then it will automatically highlight all the J2 fills. Use that as well. Um, but you have to you have to be prepared for eventually seeing something where you will go like, ugh, but mm -hmm. you can just immediately scroll past. Mm -hmm. And then it yeah. yeah. I've got to say, I do think that's one of my favorite things is that it's not, you know, the, the onus is on the person accessing the content to be, you know, looking away from what they don't want to see. You're not, not going oh no, we'll make it really sanitary and we'll make it, you're just like, no, just filter it out. You know, you don't have to click on anything you don't want to. Just scroll. Uh, it's possible. Oh, yeah. like, you know, there's just a scroll, scroll button. Past. <laughs> just scroll you know. on by, yeah. Have, so you, have you considered making like presentations for people that exist on Twitter? Just, you know, <laughs> like a side hustle. You could be like, here are how you don't get offended on the internet. Just fucking scroll, people. <laughs> just keep going. I mean, I just so I just remembered actually, and obviously there's no guarantee that this will happen next year. But for the past few rounds of the masquerade, there's a Tumblr splash Twitter user Casey, and then it's a number, and I don't remember her number now. Casey seven two nine maybe, and every year she does a spreadsheet of all the prompts. So yeah. you can basically, <laughs> so you you need to DM her, and then you okay. send you the spreadsheet of all the prompts. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, and then you can sort and look for prompts in the spreadsheet, which is, of course, a little bit easier to navigate than, mm. um, than Dream With itself. And I can't promise that she'll do it again next year, but she's mm -hmm. been doing it for the past few years. So, oh, that's yeah. Who, like, voluntary admin. I'm so impressed. I'm yeah. yeah, I'm yeah, I'm guessing it's one of those people who, you know, like Sandra likes tables and presentations <laughs> and wanted to organize themselves. <laughs> oh, 
I think I it's one of those things. I hate them. <laughs> like, she clearly did it for herself yeah. and then has offered it up to say, hey, I have this spreadsheet if anyone wants to see it, you know? Yeah. So. Well, I think it's because it's work we love, right? Like, so it's like, it's mm-hmm. work, but when you, when you enjoy doing it, I mean, Carly was, Carly made a comment yesterday because I was thanking them about, you know, all the stuff where we were getting ready admin wise for podcasts. And I was just like, you thank you. And they're like, no, this is the work, this is work I love to do. Like, you know, are you kidding me? So it's like, it's, yeah, it's, it's a way to use all of your resources and talents in a way that kind of feels more fulfilling (laughs) than most of the day job (laughs) stuff. So yeah, no, I think that's, I think that's great. I love, that's the thing I love about fandom. There's some things that I could, you know, don't, don't, don't quite care for as much, but Seeing that interest and willingness to just do things and share, you know, like I think that's, and that's just great. That's just great. It just, it's lovely. It's lovely. Um, I, I want to offer one last bit of advice to the okay. people yes. wanting to dip toes in is something I always try to tell folks that I'm like, you don't ever have to claim what you've written. So you don't have to feel stressed and you can try out anything you want and then just leave it on the meme mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you know so if you if someone's a writer or an artist and they see something they're interested in but they're like scared or they're lurkers like just do it mm-hmm. break that cherry mm-hmm. um try what you want to try you don't ever have to claim it because it's all anonymous no one will know who it is and you can like walk away and we've had that before where we've had folks who are more lurking because maybe they join our chats and they are kind of lurking in the chats but they're also producing something but we're also kind of laughing, like we have no idea who these people are, but like mm-hmm. they're, they're producing and they're posting and then they kind of just, you know, hide back into the night. Um, mm-hmm. So I want to keep it open to say, like, if you're ever one who wanted to try it or you haven't written in years or you've never written and published anything in fandom, feel free to just take a shot at it and put it up there. And then just, you know, like I said, walk away. <laughs> yeah. Yes. To take this even further, I have heard uh, that there are people who write really filthy things on the masquerade and then don't feel 100% comfortable putting them on their A3, so they just make a second one. Mm. So I think this is actually a really old life journal tradition where people have like a more open life journal where they're like, oh, this is me, and maybe, you know, give them some details about their lives and post all of their stuff. And then they have like the dark detail where they mm. post really yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, having stuff. having like the kinky sock account, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and and I have heard from reliable sources that people still do that with AO3. So, mm. mm-hmm. yeah, mm. I've I've considered it. I have. Someone said to me, "They was like, you could publish this under a pseudonym," and I'm like, "Yeah, that's still attached to me. I'm gonna have to make a whole other account for this." Yeah, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I I sucked up when I put it under mine, but still, it is it is no problem having a second AO3 account. Um. I would recommend maybe having a second email address for it to keep it apart, but you know, mm-hmm. it's yeah. all possible. there are, there are many ways to, to fulfill whatever filthy deviant thoughts you might have. I'm well, not deviant thoughts. They don't have to be deviant and remain anonymous <laughs> if you so choose. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, sometimes the filthy stuff you write, that's, it's not even like super dark. It's, it can mm-hmm. be just strange. Right. And you're mm-hmm. like, Oh, mm-hmm. I have never written anything like this before. This is, this is weird, but mm. I want to do it. And then mm-hmm. it's just funky and different and maybe a little bit out there, but someone's going to find joy in it. Yeah. Yeah. That's the great That's thing. Awesome. Yeah. I, I mean, I've, I didn't know I had a ton of kinks until Dean came up. <laughs> <laughs> I, for sure didn't, I for sure didn't have a hand kink until Jensen came along. 
I was quite happy with my life. And then Jensen came along with his fucking hands. And I was like, well, I can never unknow this now. He's yeah, so I mean, I, I feel like when I first joined fandom, I didn't realize that it was like fairly vanilla in terms of how fandoms run, you mm-hmm. know, and it was like, oh, what is all this stuff? And then over time, you just start being like, yeah, I'll give that a shot or oh, mm-hmm. I'll read that. That's mm-hmm. fine. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, and you yeah. kind of start opening all these doors and yeah, there's a lot of fun stuff out there. I mean, like even even beyond the fact of us running the masquerade and reading that, you know, everything, there's been people who I've know is, you know, I appreciate their writing or their art and then they go and they do something a little different and mm-hmm. I'll give it a shot because I'm like, I trust what they're going to tell me. And yeah, I've, I've read some, like some dark non-con that I'm usually not good with, but like mm-hmm. the writing was so fabulous and how it sculpted the story that I'm like, I couldn't stop reading it. I was yeah. like, this is amazing. You know, that, so like, you that's don't know how I was with Carly. Find. Yeah. Carly, yeah. Carly did that with me too. Yeah. They just, you know, yeah, really great writing. And you just, you trust that you just trust them. You know, like you said, you yeah. just, you just trust that they're, even if they fuck something up, they're, they're going to yeah. fix it. Carly, no, no pressure. pressure. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure. God damn it. You put together what you fucking broke. Oh, trying. Oh, that's, that's awesome. Okay. This is, this has been a great conversation. I want to thank you both for. Yeah. Thank you. Both. Yes. I wanted to ask. So if, if you, if somebody wants to find you, are you on, are you on AO3 and Tumblr and all those other places? I know Amy, you said, dug in deep is that spelled the way i would think it would be spelled or is it is it spelled differently no it's exactly the words d-u-g-i-n-d-e-e-p so yeah so i'm on i have a twitter i'm not as active on that twitter i have a couple different twitter accounts but i'm like not as active on that one but that's like my public facing one where i'll post Mm -hmm. my fix i have um and then i have an ao3 account too under that name okay and oh go ahead sorry Um, is your ao3 account um a pseudonym of pot sauce is it dug in deep yes Yes. Yeah, because see, I've read a load of your stuff as well. Because I went to find you, and then I was like, "Oh my god!" Like the last, the last thing you posted, rule the ruler. I think I sent that to like about four different people. Like, you need this in your fucking life. Thank you. That's awesome. I love it when Carly gets like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, all of your stuff. Yeah, I love it. But I usually know in advance that it's happening. I'm usually not shocked when the person comes into the room, and I'm like. Oh my god! I've been following you forever. Oh my god! So yeah, I have. As yeah, Ash, out. Ash, is, Ash has been following Carly. You've been following Ash then too, right? Ashtray, yeah. Ashtray Thief. Okay, Ashtray Thief. I've been following. I've been following you for so long, and I didn't realize <laughs> I was following you as well, Amy. But I am, and I've read a, a load of your stuff as well. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> again. Oh my god! Well, and then we gotta find out what your your guys's handles are, so we can go look for your stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm Drasna. I'm D-R-A-S-N-A. So basically just Sandra all jumbled up. And okay. Carly is Carly Karma. Karma as it is normally spelled. K-A-R-L-E-E. K-A-R-A. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm really more Dean. I've done lots of Dean reader, Dean original female character. Like that's kind of my, that's kind of my jam. So, but yeah, yeah. I do. I've done Sam Reader, Dean Reader, everything. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've, I've done I've done Sam Reader, I've done Dean Reader, and I just well, I posted one Winces thing, and then everything went fucking off the rails. So come down and read Demonic Junkies, and come yell at me in the comments because oh god, I fucked it so bad, <laughs> and I have to fix it. And the more people that yell at me to fix it, the more chances <laughs> of that happening. But um, yeah. 
Ash, we yeah. talked over you. I just want to make sure. Ashtray thief. Oh. Is that is that the way it's is that how it's yeah. spelled? It's, how I'm expecting? Okay. It just a, a person who steals ashtray, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> which is where this is from. Okay. Um, I, I am I am German people will recognize this because it's literally from I'm from a region in Germany where people steal ashtrays. The thing. Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you must have felt so like not quite accepted by the UK community, but accepted adjacent because we steal lighters. Everybody yeah. steals lighters. So oh, nice. you must have been like, oh my people, it's not quite the same, but it's similar. <laughs> I mean I feel like yeah. I haven't I haven't witnessed it yet and no one has stolen a lighter from me, but um maybe I need to put them more out there. Uh but yeah, I'm on I'm on AO3, I'm on Tumblr and on Twitter. Um my Anna Ask on Tumblr is open, so if people want to come talk to me, I'm totally fine with that. Okay. And uh yeah, if people want to know more about where to find the rest of my writing, they can just DM yeah, me or write me a message on Okay. Twitter. Yeah, we'll definitely put all cool. of the um we'll put like your, you know, links to to your stuff on AO3. We'll we'll put um the SPN masquerade. We'll, you know, make sure all that stuff goes in there. Um so yeah, that when people are interested, yeah. they'll be able to and I'm assuming if anybody has questions, um, you know, you guys are pretty much readily available to ask whether or not there's a round going on or not. Absolutely. Like usually somebody's going to yeah, that's what I figured. Yeah. Okay. Okay, great. Yeah. Great. And we do have a we do have a Tumblr for the masquerade if anyone okay. wants to ask anonymous questions. Okay. That's yeah, that's 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 yeah. where I found you. <laughs> that's where I was asking. <laughs> and I had questions and you were yeah. readily available to answer. And I do appreciate it. Cause I was like, this seems interesting. And I have questions. And Carly, can I ask them if they want to come on? And they were like, sure, let's do that. And I'm like, okay. I mean, thank you for having us, guys. Yeah. This- yeah. No, I would like to thank you. Yeah, thank you for coming. And also, if either of you, both of you at the same time, want to come back as writers, you know, mm-hmm. not as the mods of the masquerade, if you want to come back and chat like fic and writing with us, it's an open invitation to come back because, oh my God, I'm having such a fun moment. <laughs> <laughs> Please would, come back I, and talk to me. Yeah. No, I love, I love talking about writing. And I mean, there's times, um, you know, I mentioned our friends group that we do. There's like four or five of us that almost every week we get together in Zoom. This has been happening since COVID started. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone was home, had nothing better to do. And there's so many times, yeah, we get into talking about tropes and, you know, mm-hmm. kinks and stories. And I mean, just last night we were talking about how we were all trying to catch up on big bangs and which ones we were reading and what we liked about them. And so, yeah, I'm uh, 100% on board with ever coming back and talking about stuff in general. Awesome. Awesome. I will, I will be getting in touch then so we can schedule something. Yeah. Ash, I'm going to do the same thing to you. I'm going to hound you. <laughs> yeah, no, I am. I am absolutely fine with that. Um, okay. Like Amy said, I love this and I love talking about the technical stuff and mm-hmm. the cultural stuffs behind, behind writing. And uh, so, yeah, no, I would, I would love to. Okay. Awesome. awesome. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I'm glad, you, I'm glad you guys had a had a good time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, this was great. This you was guys are lovely. Oh, thank yeah. you. Thank you. Thank you you, haven't, you haven't listened to all of our stuff yet. <laughs> <laughs> so we checked it out because we're like, oh, what is this podcast? I'm like, there's a lot of stuff here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we pretty much run the gamut. But again, like initially we really, uh, for me, it was just more like, I just wanted, I wanted a place really to kind of talk about and even just like reading fan fiction and doing like some pod fix and stuff because I've I've listened to a lot of like I know that people do a lot of Desiel podfix and Winces podfix, but for me, you know, just kind of I was just kind of I just want to hear some you know 
I just want to hear some Dean reader, Dean OFC. So I just started reading them and now it's become this thing. So yeah, we kind of run the gamut of topics. We love to interview authors. So again, if you even know any other authors that might be interested in in coming on and talking to us, um, yeah, we'd, and if we'd, you, we'd love it. If you need incentive to sell that, either to yourselves or your friends, if you come on, we will ask you to pick a fic that you would be happy for Sandra to read and it will go out, she will narrate and it will go out. And it's as good as you feel when someone makes art of your work, it's just as good to hear someone narrate it like it's a real book. It's amazing. Yeah. Oh, I believe it. You have the voice for that. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I never did think I did, but I'm like, hey, I could do this thing. <laughs> so yeah. there we are. There we are. Um, But okay, I'm going to let you go. You guys have got okay. a busy day. Thank you so much. Yeah. Feel free to exit whenever you want. And we will be in touch because we're going to make sure we have you guys back. So thank you. Thank yes. you so much. Awesome. Thank you. So much. Thank thank you. So guys, have a good day. You, you too. too. Bye. 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 Okay. That was great. Oh my fucking God. That was great. That was a good surprise for you. That was nice. I'm kind of glad it worked out that way that we didn't know who they were until they came on. I love how I I, I didn't see your face, but I could imagine the light bulb moment of, oh, wait, (laughs) this is a person that I've like been following. So that's great. Oh my God. I don't know. Like, I don't know how much time you spend in like the, the real person fiction side. Of not, not a lot you know me carly <laughs> so go <It's>, ahead <laughs> honestly astro thief is like a household name it's like mm. it's like kitten of doomage okay you know what i mean okay it's like oh my god and wow then, that's and amazing I, yeah. yeah i didn't recognize dug in deep but then like <laughs> obviously while we were chatting i was, I was scrolling through <laughs> like i fucking i have to find out because then i felt bad because i like flipped shit about ash and then i was like well do you know anything about amy's right go find mm-hmm. out mm-hmm. and i do mm-hmm. and it's fucking awesome so good good but I, I know you're not like you're not as big a fan of real person fiction are you not really I mean I've read some but I mean I'm I'm more than willing to give to give this stuff a try so I'm you know I'm gonna start looking on AO3 and seeing what Doug and Deep and Ashtray Thief have to offer so I will definitely be yeah I'll be reading some of their stuff I mean usually when you get this excited I know I should be reading this stuff so i'm going to i'm gonna i'm 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 gonna i'm i'm gonna give it i'm gonna give him give him a whirl oh Uh, my god that was fucking awesome yes definitely get on the list of the schedule to get them back i've got them just as writers yeah we're gonna do that we're definitely gonna do that even if they want to just come back together or like you know separate however so i will i will be back in touch with them about that this is great this is great i love it when they oh good i mean i have yet to have a bad experience with any of any of the people that we've interviewed so this has been this has been awesome so i'm 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 glad i'm glad that this worked out well i guess we should wrap up because we of course went a little bit longer than anticipated do you have any final thoughts on maybe like what we learned about the masquerade and maybe like what our initial I, cause I think we did have a little bit like, you know, maybe some hesitancy or, or wonderings that I feel, you know, the lovely ladies have kind of, I think alleviated too. And just the fact that there has to be responsibility too, and what people choose to participate in, I think is a big, mm-hmm. big, big thing, you know, like it can't just be, it's never going to be a one size fits all. It just can't, you know, it just can't be that way. And if you're going to do the thing, you have to be prepared to do the thing as an adult and understand that this is how their framework is set up and how you can involve yourself, you know, kind of a situation. Yeah. I think like I'm, I'm 
I am a fan and I am a proponent of things like trigger warnings, content mm-hmm. warnings, because mm-hmm. I just think it's, you know, I just think it's it's a way to be respectful that's so easy. But then something like this, I feel like the content warning is is inherent before you even enter the space. Mm-hmm. And once you get in there, then the onus is on you. And I like that because so as much as I am a fan of, you know, warning people because good God, we've all got trauma nowadays. Fucking yeah. hell. Yeah. You remember, when, remember when we used to be happy? <laughs> remember when we were <laughs> triggered by everything? But I still think there needs to be a level of personal responsibility in all of that. So I can ask somebody to say, you know, even something really dumb, like I, I'm not afraid of spiders, but if I was, mm-hmm. if you're going to post like, you know, spider pictures, just like, just throw up a thing that just says spiders. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And then uh, from that point, the onus is on me not to look at that. I don't yeah. feel like I get to go, oh, a spider warning, look at it and then go, I'm offended. You've upset yeah. me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I I love that they're, you know, they're keeping to the spirit of this is there's a level of personal responsibility in being in this space, which I do love. And they're still being and responsible also, in moderating and doing the pinboard thing. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like it's 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 a give and take, and they're they're really like just showing their love of I just think creativity and individuality, you know, and I think that's mm. that's awesome. That's an awesome thing to be doing, and quite, yeah, quite the challenge. So, yeah. oh yeah, if you've got a, even if you're just skim reading, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. you've got to go go through every, you know, every comment, every prompt, every submission. Yeah, that's that is a lot. And I also, I know when me and you were sort of setting up and questioning for this, and me and mm-hmm. you had a conversation where I was like oh, I don't know, I don't know how I feel about, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of mm-hmm. free-for-all space. But then mm-hmm. hearing them talk about it, yeah, it, it makes so much logical sense, which is just like, if you start restricting things based on your personal views, there's no end point to that. You know, it goes, it goes right down the line until you're yeah. in just another sanitized space. Or even which- just like the Big Bangs or the other challenges, like they're very specific. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. like the like again, like the Dean Winchester one that I'm getting ready to do, it's, you know, it, it's got like, you know, well, you can write, but it's gotta be, you you can write about this. Like, these are the things you can write about. Like, you know, so there's in terms of like pairings and characters and, and different things like that. So, you know, this really kind of just gives people the what ifs and, you know, I've always thought about, or this is, this is a thing, you know, that I, I want to, you know, I'd, I'd love to see people's take on it or how they look at that one sentence or two sentences and and run with it so it's yeah I'm I'm looking forward to the next time that they that it opens up I think I'll be able to like you know at least give it give it a perusal you know and stuff I think it the gods just weren't in my favor you know this this summer and the way when I found out about it I think it was already getting ready to be underway and again like being that it was very Mm -hmm. short and only like about a month or so um there was just no way I think this, you know, this go around that I would even have had time, like just to skim through. Like, I, I remember like looking a little bit, like just to see, okay, what is this about? But not really like, you know, looking in great detail. So I'm interested in all of the different ways to sort and stuff. Now, I think that's definitely something that I want to look into, um, you know, and I could always go mm-hmm. back and look at what's already there for this one and, you know, see what people have come up with and stuff like that. So yeah, all good things. All good things. It is. All good kinky things. things. Yes. 
we love we love good kinky things i am i've got to say i'm looking forward to because i was just kind of like scrolling through and perusing um mm. and there's quite a few prompts this time around but i'm like ooh. Mm. oh want to you know want to read that though i want to want to see what's going on with that so mm-hmm. yeah and um y'all will see me next year you like you'll probably know it's me i like i literally like any pair you want i just want domestic a whole make mm-hmm. bean in heaven mm-hmm. that is mm-hmm. my ideal reboot but uh yeah we should we should probably wrap this up yeah yeah so if you want to reach out to us and tell us your thoughts about this episode you can email us at idlinginthimpala at gmail.com or reach out to us on Twitter at idling in the letter D Impala. If you'd like to make your voice a mail, check the description for a link to send us a voice message. You can find links to our personal socials and our AO3 accounts in the description. And there's also a link to my author website and my original fiction. We also have a website now. So go check out idlinginthimpala.com. That is where all our merchandise is. And there's YouTube stuff on there, Spotify stuff on there, behind the scenes things on there. I will get around to putting a picture of the podcast mascot living with me, guys. I'm really fucking busy. <laughs> Sorry. Also, obviously, in the description will be links to Amy and Ash's um, Twitters and mm-hmm. AO3s and the Masquerade Tumblr and, and, you know, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Please don't forget to like, subscribe, uh, follow, leave us a comment wherever you access your podcast. You can leave comments on Spotify now. There'll be like a little question and answer like, what did you think of this episode? Thingy. But you can leave a comment there. But especially if you are watching or listening on YouTube, likes and comments help us massively with the YouTube algorithm. All hail its benevolence. We're closing in on like 60 subscribers on YouTube, which is fucking cool. <laughs> so if you're not subscribed, please subscribe. <laughs> and leave a comment and a like and all that good stuff. Uh, also in the description, we have so many things in the description. We should yeah. probably like, we'll probably revamp this description at some point, you know, mm-hmm. just so if you go back and listen to all the episodes, you'd be like, none of this shit is in there anymore, <laughs> you know? But let's keep you on your toes, guys. But in the description currently, there are the current causes that we are championing. Um, if you need acts, need to access any of the services that those charities and things like that provide, all the links are in the description. And if you can, you're able to, you want to give a donation to any of those charities so they can help. So you can help them keep helping people. I can't speak anymore. Sorry, guys. That would be freaking sweet, but no pressure. And with that, we will say thank you for joining us in the back seat, and we will see you next time, guys. Bye. Bye.